0: Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of the BTP Podcast, joined with Daniel Mulligan as always. How's it going, buddy?
1: What am I, man, buddy? Glad to be here with you. Life is great. We're hearing a lot of good news from around the world. I mean, England was the first country to really open up, the first uh, Western country to open up, basically, and uh, we're hearing some pretty good news. And uh, based on what we've heard so far, uh, global travel, restored and the level of optimism going up all across the world until the place that were, you know that were hit the hardest including europe which now there's a lot of you know a sign of hope basically and the us obviously will be out of this mess in a, in a couple in a perhaps uh, three four months so that'll be a great news generally uh, couldn't be happier and more excited about the future the summer is coming last one not the best summer of all but this one probably going to be a lot better so the hope is rising and we are extremely hopeful for the future basically and I couldn't be uh, any more grateful about how we have managed to you know come along so far and hopefully things are getting much better. How about you man? I heard some stuff about Canada. You guys are probably hopefully going forward a little bit slower than um, many other developed develop societies but still you guys are making progress too I guess, right?
0: Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a problem with uh, having vaccines in hand to be able to vaccinate people. It's not it's not a, it's it's getting better, but it has been slow. So that's the that's the major hurdle, I suppose, uh, here in Canada. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, rolling along slowly but surely. Yep. Yeah. So I was talking about on this subject. We were going to talk about for today's topic. We're going to talk about what are the things we should be doing to prepare because it's going to be a different life the same the same way we mm. have developed ourselves to adapt to the new su- situation of dealing with the pandemic we're going towards the world towards a world which it's not necessarily the same as before but it's going to have elements as before and maybe some augmented and upgraded ones so what are the things mm. an individual should do that may not be even thinking about that should prepare themselves uh, help prepare themselves for a uh, future post-pandemic, hopefully, that is prosperous and... Mm.
1: Exactly, man. That's exactly what we're hoping for. And uh, I guess, uh, trust me, right now we have somehow gotten used to the norm. That new norm is not something that can be... Long, especially when it comes to social content. However, the pandemic did have a lot of positive sides too. I mean, like we've seen some... Of impact in terms of remote work, which has traffic and emission, however, honest with you, I was uh, recently uh, finishing my. Business. Hopefully, I'll put a review soon uh, on uh, social media uh, called uh, "You know How to Prevent Another You Know Another Climate uh, Crisis." And uh, in reality, speaking, uh, I was really surprised. I feel I feel like you know this pandemic really help the environment and reduce the emission. But based on first that I found in the book, the impact of the pandemic on the environment was minimal. It was less than 3% emission that was reduced overall, which showed that the majority of the emission in the world has not that much to do with moving around and a, you know, a complete lockdown can't necessarily reduce the emission that much, which for me, I, I feel like, you know what? There was this conspiracy theory, these guys want to stop moving around so we can reduce the the emission but in reality uh, the pandemic itself did reduce the entire global emission by less than three percent which wasn't even you know that much uh so this was not one of them however the pandemic definitely did teach us a lot of great lessons uh well mainly uh, remote work is indeed possible and many employees could be as efficient working uh at home uh as opposed to just you know going to the office and I'm pretty sure that this is going to be one of those hybrid things we'll, we'll be having in the future where companies are going to offer more such hybrid approach to working. That is, uh, I don't know, let's say half the week we'll be working at home, the other half of the office and so on. This is definitely going to be a great thing. But I'm pretty sure this pandemic is going to make some major changes in the near future. And uh, this is going to be uh, the beginning of a new approach towards life. However, we've had all of these things before, social and. Uh, wearing masks. This also happened with the flu pandemic. And like this, uh, they tend to live in the present moment most of the time. And uh, it's kind of like uh, being somehow uh, struck by some sort of uh, uh, natural disaster, being a uh, major hurricane, being a storm, uh, or an earthquake. If you've seen these families who have suffered from hurricanes, uh, especially in the coastal areas, or those who have suffered from earthquakes, the first uh, few, uh, let's say, days or weeks or months after the event, they're extremely involved with it. Then after a while, they forget that there was a basically a, a tornado or an earthquake. And the same thing, of course, will happen with the pandemic. Yes, it is true that uh, this has already caused a lot of change in the way we live our lives. But then again, human nature and look at their history and knowing that this was not by any means the first plague entity ever had to deal with. Looking at these things will tell us that this is just one of those major events that happened and people will just go back living the way they wanted to. So I don't think that the pandemic per se will make a dramatic shift in the way we live our lives for the rest of our you know, uh, life because this is not the first pandemic. And unfortunately, by the, by the way it looks, probably won't be the last either. And looking at history tells us that Many societies who thought that this was the end of it all and that this one pandemic or this one world war or this one tsunami is the end of it all, probably this is not going to be the case because seeing this happening over and over again. So, people probably about when WHO declares this pandemic is over, obviously, there's probably no people are in this momentum of, like, oh my gosh, I still got to do this. So, it will take approximately three weeks to about a month or two for most people to get used to a new situation, which means I can assure you now, by the time this is declared over by WHO, almost in less than uh, perhaps a month, maybe two, most people are back to living their lives probably very differently. And if you feel like this is gonna change, I don't know, social context, you are completely mistaken. Because in reality, people are now gonna overdo most of those things that used to be forbidden, obviously, it's human nature. We want to somehow go for it and knock ourselves out, basically, right? So for that reason, I see no change in the way we you know, do and socialize a- at all. What I might see is the exact opposite. We'll see a major surge and in increase in terms of these activities uh, that will occur. However, politically, economically, and professionally, we're going to be seeing some changes. Uh, the first uh, you know, is going to be the airlines. I mean, are, are these guys going to be act- actually uh, change their entire plan of traveling? We are definitely going to see some increase in many uh, uh, goods and services that are related to tourism, traveling, and so on. So all of these things are going to uh, play a role. So even though travel will be more in demand, the price will also be much higher. The same thing applies to hotels and so many other industries that were hit hard uh, during the pandemic. But uh, more importantly, we have to look at the political changes in this system. We've seen a major political failure. And I really loved the last article uh, by uh, uh, Noble Herery, who actually mentioned this uh, in detail in his latest article that he posted. I wish that this pandemic was more a political failure than any other type of failure. So we're gonna see some major changes, I hope, by governments to learn from this experience and prepare themselves for the next outbreak. Uh, but in reality, I don't think that this is going to be like one of those things that will change life forever, because we have seen plagues and pandemics and outbreaks uh, repeatedly throughout you know, human history. And we've seen that life simply moves on and everything goes back to normal afterwards. And that's what I personally would like to think. Uh, but then again, there's always going to be a fa- factor that how we could take advantage of this and how we can actually get ready for the next outbreak. But I'm pretty sure that most of us are now going to be ready for the next pandemic a lot more than we used to. But still, if it's not backed up by governmental support, then that simply will be all in vain.
0: That's absolutely correct. And uh, <clears throat> I have to read, I haven't read the latest article by uh, Yuval Noah Harari. I didn't know there is one, so I got you got me interested there. <laughs> I, yeah, you
1: can check it out, it's pretty good actually. It's a free article mm-hmm. and he, he published it on, a mul- on multiple uh, journals mm-hmm. and it, it fully explains because uh, he's a historian. He's right. seen these things throughout basically history a lot. So he describes the fact, and it's a very wonderful article to all of our listeners to actually check this article out.
0: Fascinating. Yeah, I will certainly do that myself. Um, and we'll link to that in the in the comment in the comment section of the not the comment section, but the description section of the episode. Uh, okay, so Very good. so mm-hmm. we're moving forward. We're moving um, past. Has has uh, well, bes- beside the obvious, mm-hmm. I suppose. Has there any be- been any lessons for you personally and or for other people that you know of that you would want to uh, take from this pandemic moving forward, changing? So maybe not completely going back to normal, but adding to it, going through, because as you know, you, uh, we are, me and you and a lot of others are very interested. If there is hardship, uh, if there's progress past it, it's useful, right? So we wanna make use of it in that sense. So what are the things that you think uh, we can take from this pandemic? And not not from the, for the, sure, there's a governmental aspect and preparation for the future pandemics, but on, on more of a personal level, perhaps or individual level.
1: Very well, and I agree with you completely. I think this pandemic did uh, teach us a lot of great lessons. I think that the psychological damage of this pandemic was far more than its uh, impact on the lives of people around the world. We've had, of course, unfortunately, a number of deaths that were beyond what most uh, modern societies could actually have because we have advanced medicine and having to deal with all these deaths at, you know in the year 2020 and 2021 it just makes no sense. We are uh, at such a level of development in terms of medicine. However, again, in this article, uh, Harari talks about this, and he says that uh, this plague and pandemic, even though we think it was the worst thing that ever happened, because most of us have no experience of a major pandemic in you know, modern history. So the last one goes back to 1918, way before any of these you know, technologies were there. And At that time, nobody even knew what the virus really was. I mean, they're calling it a flu, but there has been no real evidence of exactly what the virus was because the medical technology did not actually do anything about it. But this time around, not only we could exactly identify the virus, know exactly what are the problems, uh, what's the antibody like, and uh, it it generally showed that our advancement technology has uh, definitely uh, uh, helped us a lot in this regard, which is why Uh, in terms of what we did with the pandemic wrong, most of it actually goes back to policy and not technology. Uh, For that reason, I don't think that this pandemic necessarily was uh, poorly handled from the medical sector because uh, I mean, uh, the the idea of just having a vaccine ready for mass distribution less than a year is just, you know, it's the first time, it's never happened before. For the first time in history and a novel unknown virus happens. And a year later, we have the vaccine, multiple manufacturers have worked on it. And boom, it's it's like literally going to uh, Macy's and Walmart, you you got like, you know, you got like all the flavors, we got like the different flavors of the vaccines, if you will. So that was like really incredible, personally, to see how much we've made progress, uh, that we literally have now options. I mean, in certain countries, I mean, right now you're in Canada, you literally can pick up uh, it's just like buying your tariff for phone. Goddamn, it's like buying—I don't know uh internet provider. So you can say so like, well, you got Johnson Johnson here, and then we got AstraZeneca here, and then we got, for example, uh, Pfizer here, and then we got uh, Sputnik V here. So literally, not only we uh, did not fall behind, we actually made so many different vaccines available in less than a year. and That was just incredible. So we have to hail and uh, admire our medical progress. Uh, this is just quite uh, unprecedented. So that's the good side of it. But obviously, in terms of policy, that's a whole different story. We've seen, as always, how politicians disappoint, and we've we saw how this was handled. Uh, probably, I, mean, I I as of now, especially from the year 2020, I cannot think of a single nation that handled this pandemic well politically. Not a single one. I mean, if you think of any single country, uh, they they could have done things much better, but yeah. they didn't uh, because. Worldwide, none of us were ready. We are now in Canada. We know that the Canadian government is uh, you know, very uh, full in most cases, but even the Canadian government failed in this regard. Sure. The same thing happened during the Trump administration, the same thing happened to Europe. We thought Germany was way ahead and now look at Germany. Dude, these guys have been locked down since November. Are you freaking kidding me? So this is uh, what we've realized, that technology won't solve most of our problems if politics is in the way and fortunately, This is going to teach all of us uh, in the future to be prepared for it on an individual level. Uh, But from my perspective, I think that every, uh, basically, uh, difficulty is at the same time an opportunity. And we saw the fact that this pandemic could somehow be productive for some people. Yes, many lost their jobs. Uh, Unfortunately, the the psychological toll was extremely heavy, uh, particularly among the the extroverted population. So it was very difficult. It still is because we're not uh, out of it yet. But at the same time, it taught us that technology can help us. I mean, the very fact that we use, you know, internet technology to have our lives, you know, moving forward. That was just incredible, because uh, if you look at the the history, this was not the case. Uh, I mean, uh, in, in the past, when a flu pandemic occurred, this had to create the need for another world war to compensate for that, you know, economic damage, because at that time, there was no such thing as Zoom. So we, uh, if you uh, cl- shut down the city, you also close and shut down the economy. But we saw that during this time, we actually managed to keep the economies running despite all these limitations. So we should look at the positive side of it as well. And on a personal level, as you pointed out yourself, we also realized, yeah, man. I mean, it's possible to go, go through difficult moments in you know human history and still come out stronger and able to you know survive and thrive during this pandemic. I mean, the same pandemic uh, made a life perhaps easier for certain people as well. I mean, like they could simply, I mean, I just talked to one of my uh, friends we were just, uh, today we uh, had one of our, you know, group uh, sessions basically. And he's like, dude, I just love this man. I don't have to, I think from now on, I'll only work online, man. I don't I can just work in my underwear, man. It's pretty cool. I love to work in my underwear, man. It's so much more comfy. So for that reason, we are going to see a major shift towards uh, renewable energy, green energy, using the technology, uh, instead of just you, you, uh, you know reducing carbon emission, these are all going to be some of the good factors that will be left after the pandemic is over. However, from my point of view, uh, the biggest uh, you know reminder of this pan- pandemic for us is that our politicians, doesn't matter where you are living right now, you could be living in one of the world's most developed society, and you could be living in one of the world's least developed societies, and you see that in the end, it doesn't matter how much technology is available to you. If policies are not in place to help you to protect you then we'll see the disaster that we saw especially early uh part pandemic by most countries so i hope that uh, what we as we leave this pandemic behind i have that you know around the world we develop awareness regarding policy and be able to prepare ourselves uh for these uh, such events because they might happen again i mean that's just uh, you know part of life so if we get ready uh, to deal with that in the future we will then hopefully be able to uh Uh, somehow not repeat the same mistakes that we made during this pandemic. And on a very personal level, obviously, if you have gone through the pandemic so far, you can look back and say, you know what, I just went through 12 months of almost everything bad that could happen to a human being, right? So you got got, uh, loneliness, you got lack of a social life, you got lack of entertainment, you got lack of human contact. So if you're right now listening to us, you have you know, and you've done something with your time during this past 12 months, then congratulations. You really are a superwoman or a superman because it, you should literally pat yourself on the back like, dude, I just went through 12 months of the pandemic and I'm still here. And you should literally pat yourself on the back and, and know that you have accomplished something wonderful. Maybe some of your friends right now are not with you because they committed suicide or because they lost hope or because they just stopped, you know, uh, following their goals and they instead started drinking heavily, right? So uh, for those of us who managed to go through this pandemic, the least damage possible, I mean, everybody's going to get damaged in this situation. There's no doubt about it. But some of us got damaged less. And I believe that is exactly what matters for us because – if you are one of those who got damaged less and you actually managed to accomplish something, perhaps you focused more on doing your term papers before the end of the goddamn semester for the first time in your whole life. Or perhaps <laughs> you managed to work uh, consistently on your projects and to de- uh, maybe, maybe be more on time because now everything is online so you don't have to be late and you can't blame the traffic. So. There were a lot of opportunities for us to uh, go through this pandemic, knowing that it is possible for us to uh, simply work uh, hard and to uh, get the results. So you can look back at this and say, you know what? I, I, I did something big here, man. I, I have, it's, it's like for our generation, you know, the millennials, for us, it's like our grandparents or grand grandparents who went through the world war experience. We are facing with something that is actually technically and logistically, a more significant than a world war. Because during a world war, there are many nations that are just simply just neutral and you can live there normally. So what we saw in the pandemic, we, our generation, we should literally be proud of this because most of us youngsters especially, we went through something that most of our grandparents couldn't even dream of going through, uh, but we did it and that requires recognition. And we have to know that if we could do this, if we could go through such a hell called the COVID pandemic, we can do almost anything else. Because if you feel like this was the last crisis of your life, I got a bad news for you. And the fact of the matter is that life is a series of problems like the ocean waves, and they are but occasionally interrupted, not by a peaceful sea, but by tornadoes. So life basically is problem, 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 crisis. Problem, 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 crisis so this is the wave of life like the wave of the ocean right and we will go through with this throughout our lives and most of us we are on the second half of that crisis but that doesn't mean that this is going to be the last crisis in our lives socially politically or even personally and knowing that we could go through this crisis gives us the confidence to know that we can go through any other crisis uh, and the fact that we've managed to uh, you know somehow hold on to it and not give up like all those who unfortunately committed suicide or yeah you know gave into drug abuse or heavy drinking those of us who didn't do that we know that we are ready for the next wave and guess what's going to be the next wave once we finish the pandemic problem 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 crisis problem 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 problem, problem crisis so you just went through one crisis hopefully we're going to finish this one in the next eight months if you are living in the western world or in the next uh, 14 months if you're living in the developing world Uh, But ultimately, we will get out of this. And once we do, we have the confident belief in ourselves that, yes, we did it. We went through this. We survived and thrived. And we are ready for what? That's right. Problem, 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 crisis. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Okay. So that sounded optimistic, I want to say. All right. (laughs) I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) This is optimistic because this is life. And the whole point of life is to go through problems, 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 crisis, yes. and to grow from it. That's the right attitude. The, the whole point of life is to grow from all these experiences. And once you realize that it is your job to solve problems, mm-hmm. I mean, name one person who has no problem or crisis. Oh, I can think of one, that person is dead. So when you are dead, you got no problems. You got right. no crisis, right? Mm-hmm. So life is dealing with problems and optimism is knowing that despite all these problems and crises, you can deal with it, that the future is always going to be brighter than the past, and that no matter how tough things get, whether a pandemic, a world war, or a major you know, technological disruption that will make you perhaps render you obsolete in the workforce, mm-hmm. you know that you are capable of dealing with whatever life throws at you. That is optimism. Optimism is not denying the presence of problems or uh, crises. There's like, no, there is no pandemic. Once you deny that, you're not an optimist. You're an idiot. But once you're an optimist, you say, yes, there are problems. Yes, there are crises. No, this will be the last crisis. But I am more than capable of dealing with whatever life throws at me. I'm always greater than all the challenges that you know will be in front of me. And I have the grip of that. I just went pandemic, which means for whatever crisis, I will be damn ready.
0: Fascinating. That's, uh, that's really good to hear. Thanks, Dan. It, I think it's it was a very productive uh, episode we had today. Uh, but before we close, My is pleasure. there any uh, anything that we missed out that you wanted to talk about or summarize?
1: Very, very well. First of all, the topic very much. Great choice on your subjects. But ultimately, we today we discussed uh, the life after the pandemic. Fortunately, the news is generally positive worldwide. In some nations, things are much better than the others, obviously, because I mean, I mean, that's called modern equality, obviously. Uh, but as a whole, the world will eventually get out of this pandemic. Uh, most of the predictions marked uh, Q4 of 2021, and we will hopefully see that happening in most countries around the world by then. Uh, and we discussed how we'll uh, change after getting out of the pandemic, and I said that this pandemic was not the, you know, the first nor probably the last, so it's not going to dramatically change life forever like nothing really does, uh, and we discussed the fact that uh, those of us who went through serious, difficult will be able to handle whatever life throws at us with the right attitude. We also find what it means to be an optimist. An optimist is not somebody who denies problems or crises, nor someone who f- thinks that his or her current problem is the last. Life is, as we discussed, a series of problems only interrupted occasionally by crises, which means we need to understand this, prepare ourselves for it, and develop a belief and faith in ourselves and know that the future was going to be brighter because we have just proven to ourselves that we can go through an entire year of complete restriction where life comes to a halt, but hope still continues. And that's exactly what we did. And it's going to hopefully teach us in the future to be able to work on ourselves and know if we could go through the COVID pandemic, survive and thrive through it, we can do anything.
0: Perfect that's very good to hear that's very positive i think yeah despite that <laughs> hints that might suggest that there's negativity it's not ultimately oh, yeah it's, it's very optimistic right. uh yeah a point of view again thanks a lot as always dan for joining us my pleasure and thank you everyone for listening in tuning in and until a later episode have a good one <music>